Welcome to the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 Podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. Matt. And today we are here for episode 9. Uh, today we'll be discussing disc our playthroughs of disc one of Shenmue two. Hooray! They made a second one. They, they just didn't it. stop at a, a yeah. cliffhanger ending on the first one. Phew! <laughs> well, <laughs> hope that doesn't happen at the end of this one. <laughs> um, For, fourteen years later. Yeah. Well, fifteen? Uh, no. Yeah. Well, it's twenty seventeen now, so we're like sixteen years later. No, we're old. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're playing on Dreamcast, so Japanese voices, uh, European version with the boot disc. Yep. One thing I want to talk about before my playthrough. So, I have Shenmue 2 for the Xbox, and I have an Xbox 360. I was like, no, I'll play it on the Dreamcast. But then I got thinking, the comic that they have in, the, in Shenmue 2 on the Xbox, mm. that explains what happened between... Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2 mm-hmm. with Chai on the boat and the little girl and her mom were they just never intending to put that on the Dreamcast? Yeah, was that created That when was that created? Was that created after Shenmue 2 and the Dreamcast came out? Or was it before? I don't know. I imagine it was probably before. I, I mean, was trying to look up dates as to when Shenmue 2 got released and when they initially announced X- the Shenmue 2 going to the Xbox mm-hmm. and I couldn't really line up those dates but I don't know if yeah. this never was on the Xbox we would have never known that story you never would have known Chapter 2 what happened to Chapter 2 <laughs> I don't know I just thought that was weird and then another thing with the Xbox version like I'm t- I don't know what to consider the best version of Shenmue 2. Like, did you watch that Digital Foundry? I on? did. I almost think... I don't know if all of the information he had in it was correct, because mm-hmm. I think some of the minigames work. Well, it's just, like, they all have their, their pluses. Like, the Dreamcast one is the original. It works fine. Everything's perfect. Um, like, some things could be better. But And then the Xbox one, like, they improved some of the graphics... They, like, added shadows. Like, the buildings have shadows. They cast shadows on things and everything. Like, that's not in the Dreamcast one. But they added this muddy filter on everything that looks horrible. And then if you play that version on the 360, it's got emulation issues where it takes... Like, it still has some of the improvements from the Xbox version, but it takes away that muddy filter that, like, when you're fighting and stuff... And I absolutely hate but, that filter on the Xbox. Oh, it's horrible. It has the um, shadow when you're fighting, so you hit yeah. the motion blur. Yeah. I that, cannot stand that. That's gone in the 360. That's, yeah, the but Xbox so is, But so are the, like, the dynamic shadows that cast on everything. The bloom the bloom lighting of that's everything kind of looking lighting. like a re- there's a light behind it. Yeah. I, I really don't like that. Me All neither. of those things are gone on the 360, but there's the emulation issues. Yeah. And uh, the Xbox version and the 360 version have better load times, too. Like, there's no clear winner. Like, they all have their... I would love to say that the 360 version is the best because it has all the things I want, Mm. but the emulation issues... And to my understanding, 
when you play it on the 360, when you're moving the crates with Delon, mm. the audio does not work. Oh. Um, you have to have subtitles on? <laughs> you, I think you have to have subtitles on because it that game generates the audio as it goes, mm. and that's the way the Xbox 360 loads the audio track. And again, this is technical beyond... In, I'm using layman's terms. It can't generate the random... Mm. That's really the only time there's random audio in it. Everything else, when you go to a certain spot, the music is set to that spot. As you get to certain parts of the game, all the dialogue from characters, the game knows to pay do those dialogues at that time. This is impossible. Because hmm. it's, it's random. The dialogue is random. Um, so, yeah. I, and when you play a certain arcade game, doesn't it lock up completely? I think it does lock up for a couple of the arcade games. I haven't... I want to try that. Um, I want to get to that point. I I think I heard about something. There's some some sort of issue with transparencies in one of the versions. Like glass, you can't see through it. I can't remember which version that would be. Uh, That might have just been a change they made, too, though. Uh, Because there are... They did make some changes, some signage, some glass, Mm -hmm. uh, some of the backgrounds. But, yeah, there really isn't a definitive version of this. Shenmue um, HD. Shenmue HD. <laughs> Shenmue HD. Do the best. Do all the things that we like the best. Yeah. <laughs> Give me those shadows that cast on things and stuff. I think I've actually only played the Shenmue 2 Xbox version, I think, once. Yeah, me To too. hear the uh, English dialogue, just to play through. Yeah. Um, and it was weird because, really, I just wanted to hear what Ren's voice was like in English. <laughs> I did, I've never looked it up on YouTube or anything before I played it. It's one of the better ones. Um, so let's hop into this. Okay. My first note is 22 blocks versus 80 blocks. How does that work for the memory card? Like, the original game was 80 blocks to save, right? And this one is 22, I believe. But Shenmue 2 does two save files. There's, like, a one based on where you are in the game, and then a general save file as well. So it's really, what, how many blocks, really? I didn't check. Okay. But I will say... Going into the memory card screen, now that I have my Dreamcast hooked up through VGA, mm. you know how the on Sh- in Shenmue 2 they're animated, the yeah. save files, like with either like Ryo, uh, Feng Mei, Zhuang, mm. those look exponentially better done through a VGA box. Mm. I can't even ex- begin to explain how much better they look. Nice. Um, I just happened to be going through and... It looked really great. Hmm. Um, my first note is when you get to... Um, oh, one other difference, too. Just kind of talking about this. The very start of the game, the water effects in the Xbox version apparently are exponentially better. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, they're way, them. way better. They show it in the Digital Foundry video, yeah. Um, and but, the, the ship itself is, like... The, yeah, the model bit, is better. Yeah, there's a bit more detail yeah. on it. Um, when you get into... When you're pulling in through the opening cinematic, they're panning through different areas mm. of... Uh, is it Hong Kong? Yeah, yeah it's Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, just kind of showing the hustle and bustle of the city and what to expect. Mm. And I think that sets a good tone with regards to making this world instantly feel bigger. Yeah. Um, you feel like a tourist. Um, especially think, when you get off the boat immediately. Especially when you get off the boat. All the grifters. <laughs> Uh, and then I like when he gets off the boat, the shot starts at his feet and pans up, um, just to literally show him step into mm. China. Yeah. Um, both figuratively and literally. China, I am in you. 
<laughs> Rest in peace, Joni Lore. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's a bunch of grifters. Um, hey, handsome you get, boy! <laughs> you get the full tourist experience. Um, I walked into the Freestay Lodge real quick, and there's a like a random philosophical hobo in there. <laughs> Have you ever seen that guy? Oh yeah, I talked to him. Yeah, he's like, why do rivers flow? I'm like, what? <laughs> did did you give him the answer he wanted? I don't think I did. <laughs> uh, my next one is, uh, I started with 116 Chinese currency. Mm-hmm. Sorry for not knowing what that dollars. is. Dollars. Hong dollars. Kong Hong Kong dollars. Um, I wanted to just boot up the Xbox version. Just because I don't have a save file, just to see what you get if you don't use a continuous playthrough file. Because mm. this, I played the PAL version of the first one. Yeah, so, so my save everything. file came through, and uh, I just wanted to see what number they randomly picked. How much was was yours? I had one thousand one hundred and sixteen dollars. Hmm, I can't remember. It's over five hundred. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I think it's probably around a thousand. This, uh, this time too with this playthrough. The first one, I don't want to say I rushed through it, but I played through it in an efficient manner. This one, I really took my time, and I tried to get as close to 100% as I could on this game. Hmm. And I'll kind of discuss the things I missed and why I missed them. So did you do the thing that every Shenmue fan on the second playthrough knows that you can do, where you buy a bunch of toys and souvenirs? I bought every lighter in the first stand. Mm-hmm. Um I did not buy... Can you buy the crystal stones in the first stand? I don't think you can. There's like a, there's a stand around the like the fountain. There's some stands there. There's some stands before the fountain. There's some stands but, on the fight roof. I mean the one with the... Uh, with the... Like immediately when you get off the oh, ferry. No, I think I went right past that one. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, <laughs> people do kind of... And that's... I mean, if you know you're going to lose your money, but you get to keep all of your toys, it's only logical that you buy all the toys, then you lose your money, then you get everything back but the money, and then you just sell all those toys for money. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing I do, and I have no idea why I do this, I need to get all of the maps, and I need to get all of the pawn shop flyers right away. <laughs> There's a lot of pawn shops. I don't know why, but those are the first two things I do. Wow. And I actually missed one of the maps. And I think it's right when you get off the boat, mm. and once you go through that little hallway, you cannot go back. Oh, really? Um, when they start that. doing construction to upgrade it, that's uh, odd. What's what, what's there that you wouldn't that they wouldn't want you to experience again? The Free State Lodge. Well, they could just board that up, <laughs> and everything else you got. Rat hole of a hotel. <laughs> um, something I would have liked to have seen. And I, if for some reason I remembered it differently, uh, when they play the music and you get to choose whether or not you want to put in money or not, mm-hmm. I, I remember getting to choose the amount, but you don't. It's just $10. Oh. But I would have I liked to have been able to pick the amount. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe get a different conversation based on how much money you put in? I hate when that happens in games, where they give you the option to donate certain amounts of money. I'm like, oh, why are you <laughs> making me do this? Just... Give me a flat fee. I don't want <laughs> a flat fee. Like I, I hate having to risk. Like okay, I'll go all in five hundred dollars, and it's the exact <laughs> same as if you donated one dollar, and you don't know, <laughs> you just get screwed. I hate that. Um, I never liked the arm wrestling. Oh my god, I'm bad at it. I, I seem to remember being bad at it too. 
maybe just the first time you do it is super easy. Because th- it was super easy. I, I I botched it the first time. Oh, okay. I well, remember being horrible at it, like, ten years ago, last time I played Shinbu 2 or whatever. But you, you hadn't played it, like, ten years? Well, I always, like, start Shenmue 2. I think I've only finished Shenmue 2 once, maybe twice. Like, that's it. I've sh- finished Shenmue 1 many times. But Shenmue 2, it's just, I don't know. Internet, I would love to see... Or for you guys to be able to see the face I'm looking at that one right now. <laughs> one thing I do want to try with the arm wrestling is I mentioned it a few episodes ago. I bought that black Sega Sports Dreamcast. Yeah, it came with a Sega Sports controller, but it also came with a third-party controller <laughs> that has Turbo. I would like to see if I do Turbo in the arm wrestling. If I would, if there's, if it's even possible to lose. Well, don't they? Don't. I might be thinking of a different game. They never mix it up and start throwing directions that you gotta press. It's always just hit one button. That's, that's I, it. I don't. It's been. I only did it the once, like when I got through this playthrough, because there you don't get rewarded other than financially for doing the yeah the uh, arm wrestling. So I just didn't bother with no it. achievements back then. Can't platinum Shenmue two. <laughs> uh, can't platinum Shenmue two. <laughs> um, yeah, I just. The arm wrestling's never done it for me. Um, I think the graphics on that first arm wrestler are terrible. Jimenez Garcia? <laughs> yeah, Jimenez G- Garcia! <laughs> yeah, his, his graphics are bad. Um, it cracks me up, I mentioned earlier. Handsome boy? Yeah. Like, it's a Japanese... Um, Japanese voiceovers, but every once in a while a piece of English slips in. Yeah, well, I mean, it would make sense if they knew he was Japanese and they they could both speak a little bit of English they just use that language as a bridge <laughs> but uh, um, uh, so yeah why are there so many lighters for sale is this factually accurate to Hong Kong like is there <laughs> lighters for sale everywhere <laughs> um, I don't know but did you know there's not all Zippos there's fake ones called Zupos <laughs> I learned that when I was looking up because I missed one of the stands. Mm-hmm. I think it was the fight roof, um, the stand there, and I, I just uh, couldn't find. You can't get those lighters later on in the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I found out there's Zippos and Zupos, mm-hmm. and I think that is why when you look at them on the stand, it's the stand is tilted back a bit because you can actually see on the bottom of the lighter whether it's a Zippo or a Zupo. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, it's weird that they sell lighters. And, and they sell sets of three toys in like a blind pack. Like Those are important though, um, because there's some toys in this game that you can only get in those boxes. Mm. Um, well, at first, uh, when I when I was like, i got to spend all my money so I can sell these toys, I was doing it one at a time in the, uh, in the uh, capsule toy thing, and I was like, this is going to take forever, so I just walked away. And then I was like, oh yeah, you can buy like sets. So I just bought all the sets and my money went real quick. Why didn't you just buy lighters? I bought those too. <laughs> I bought lighters and I bought sets of of uh, toys. The, the sets are more expensive because I think they're $25 and you only get three mm-hmm. as opposed to being $5 each. But there's ones that you cannot get in vending machines throughout the game. Mm-hmm. Um, the little girl from the comic, mm-hmm. uh, when you talk to her and her mom, uh, she knows Rio's name. 
Um, I thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk to her outside the Free State Lodge, which has the sketchiest crooked sign of all time. <laughs> um, I mean, it's free. <laughs> yeah, it is. So are the bed bugs that come with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Free State Lodge does have a winning can in it. What do you um, mean? Just lying around? Yep. Oh. And you can pick it up off the shelf. And in Shenmue 2, instead of taking the winning can to Tomato Convenience, you just get an item right away. Oh. It, you pick up the winning can, and then it makes the, like, huh sound. And it was like, fairy. <laughs> I it, got the fairy. Is it, like, in the can? <laughs> <laughs> um, and in this, on the Dreamcast version, if you have the red and blue forklift already, mm-hmm. you cannot get them in the Free State Lodge. They're not there. Which I thought was weird. Because if you don't have them in your toy inventory, you go in, they're there. Both of them are in that room. That really, really sketchy. It's like Hostel, the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Just with more uh, philosophical hobos. (laughs) Um, I love the look of of this, of the areas in uh, the beginning of this game. They look just exactly as you would imagine Hong Kong looking like just bamboo construction everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, lots of fire escapes and stuff. Packed, tight uh, buildings. It just inter- interesting architecture all around. Yeah, the and it's like... A lot of vertical building. <laughs> just up higher and higher. It's crazy. There's a, there, a girl I work with was telling me about a documentary she watched. And the entire population of Canada, mm. if if we lived in China, we could we'd be like on the thirty fourth floor and up of buildings, <laughs> like just to fit our population in the entire population of Canada, which is like thirty two million people. Mm. If we went there, we'd fill all the buildings from like the thirty second floor up <laughs> or thirty fourth floor. We or wouldn't something. even need the bottom. Ones. We wouldn't. No, like there's <laughs> just it's such a vertical city, and their real estate's so high off the ground um, I do like how they illustrated that once you get into past the Free State Lodge past all the secret arm wrestling places like, <laughs> there's like back alley arm wrestling like, just, why is it so sketchy uh, there's like the brickwork on the buildings is really nice on the waterfront Yeah. and then as you get into uh, once you go down is it Queen Street Yeah. Uh, once you get past Queen Street then uh, you go across the Red Bridge o- over the highway or the road there it does change um interesting way of designing it but that's how a lot of cities are is a lot of nice architecture and stuff right because they want you to you know mm-hmm. oh this is st john New brunswick when you pull into the harbor everything's nice and then not saying everything isn't nice once you get past that but <laughs> uh you only get to make a good first impression once i guess yep <laughs> so uh yeah the vending machines are sapporo vending machines is there alcohol in these vending machines? I couldn't tell. I don't think there is. I think they're... So does Sapporo make soft drinks? They might. They make premium beer. Hmm. Since 1876, according to this can. <laughs> I the, the other time... All the other times I played Shenmue 2, I don't think I made Rio drink out of the vending machines very often, because I was looking at all the different types of things. I was like, none of them look familiar. I was like, trying to read what they were and stuff. <laughs> this isn't a jet soda. Yeah. <laughs> And then, when, and then when Japanese Rio drinks, it's so different than the English one. Like it's kind of orgasmic. <laughs> and he kind of for hi- you watching it or for him? No, drinking? for him. He's like he makes noises. Like he he stands in the corner too. He like plants himself in the corner and kind of hides and he drinks it. And he's like, I wrote it down here. 
Yeah. It's like yeah. How do you hold on? Hold on. How did you spell yeah? Yeah. Hold on. Let me read your notes here. N y e e a a h h. Yeah, that's just how it sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never really noticed that, Matt. <laughs> I think it has a couple different voice lines. I think that's the sound Matt makes watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like how they introduce the pawn shop flyers to you right away. There's one of them in the Free State Lodge. Mm. Not, you know, painting everyone with a broad brush, you know, saying everyone that goes to the Free State Lodge is poor and needs to use pawn shops. <laughs> but, um... The shoe fits. Um, what about that racist black guy? <laughs> Why is he there? What? The racist black guy. <laughs> I have no idea what you're he, he, like, stereotypes you as a Japanese person. You never talk to him? In the Free State Lodge? I no, don't. no, no. He's, like, around the fountain. Usually. He's, like, a guy with dreads, and you talk to him, and he's, like... Oh! He, he's, like, we met last year in Kobe. Hey, Tanaka-san, or whatever. And you're, like, my name's not Tanaka-san. We <laughs> never met in Kobe. He's, like, oh, I thought all Japanese people were either Tanaka-san, Suzuki-san, Suzuki-san or, like, whatever. Like, I think the three names he uses are, like, producers for Shenmue. Okay. It's just, like, he's very racist. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of the guys you play darts against. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I, yes, I, I didn't meet him there. I met him at uh, I did see him at a, a bar. I met him in the South Carmine Quarter. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh, the mat, so when you're leaving to go from the pier where you get off the boat into like the workers' pier, or, uh, mm-hmm. not the workers' pier, the one where the fountain is, there's a palm reader that you can go and talk to, and the map that she has sitting on her table has a phoenix on it. Huh. And I think there's a dragon on it, too. Yeah, there's a phoenix and a dragon on it. <laughs> Ominous. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you can just ask her how the game ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you just stand there enough times. Yeah, he didn't even bother asking her about the mirrors. Um... So, do you have anything else before you meet Joy? Because my next thing's about Joy. I do. Um, once you get onto the pier where the fountain is, when you're coming from like the first arm wrestling one and you turn right to walk towards the fountain, yeah. those stands on the left, there's a little, uh, there's a toy capsule machine stuck in one of those. And there's secret arm wrestling in between a couple of the stalls, too. Can you get to the toy capsule, or is it just? There? Yeah, you know you can use it. It's uh, I think a Virtual Fighter one. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just it was kind of. There's a lot of the toy capsule ones hidden in here, mm-hmm. in this game. In the first one, they're just kind of where you'd expect them to be outside the arcade, yeah, in the canteen or the um, lunch place at the uh, harbor outside of logical places. Abe store. Yeah. Um, let's see if I have anything else here. Uh, Challenge Arm Wrestler, lost immediately. Um, oh. So one of the... Uh, in the secret arm wrestling place there, mm-hmm. on the pier. I love how they have, like, a hype man. Yeah. And he... Hi- and I played rugby in high school, so I have a bit of knowledge about this, but... He says he's a rugby player from the World Cup games. He was their best quarterback. <laughs> Rugby doesn't have a quarterback. Football has a quarterback. Maybe either he's bullshitting or the writers just don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
Um, I just thought that was either a really funny joke or they just don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, I bought a Zippo from one of the guys on the pier. And then he immediately started a conversation with me, asking me if I wanted to buy something, and I had already purchased something. Yeah, I think I had something like that happen, too. Um, and, yeah, some of that might have actually happened after I met Joy. Okay. I was wondering, why are the Poison Bros scared of Joy? <laughs> why is anyone scared of Joy? I know. Everyone is enamored with Joy or scared of her. <laughs> what does she do to get people under her thumb like this? <laughs> I don't know. We never find out, do we? We don't find out in this one. I think, um, based on the trailer of Shenmue Online, I think you would discover that, and they obviously, I think, have to address it in Shenmue 3. Hmm. Um, um, she's she's going to be in Shenmue 3. She's kind of... Um, would you say she's a member of Ren's gang? Honorary member, maybe? <laughs> uh... I think after this game, yes. Yeah. Um, but she also has something to do with Master Chen, too. Yeah, that's true. Just maybe the connection with Ren is what makes people afraid to mess with her. That could be it. Um, so I suck at QTEs really bad. Like, Wong ran away, stole my stuff, ran away. I didn't catch him the first time. He got away. I didn't catch... Uh, did I catch him? No, I don't think I caught him the first time. Yeah. And then you come across him the second time, and he's, like, enjoying some candy with kids or something. Okay. No, oh, yeah. So, yeah, you don't get to redo that first QTE, do you? No, you do Okay, you I did, find him again. I did catch him again. Or I did catch him the first time. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, the second time he's, like, eating candy with kids or something. You gotta, like, jump over them. Uh, I played darts right away at the jazz bar, I think it is, on the on the pier by the fountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old man was the guy that I faced, mm-hmm. and he didn't even make it to 120. <laughs> I, I barely made it past 120. I'm usually fairly good at the darts, uh, but he hyped up his game, and then he didn't even make it to the second round. Oh. Is he? Do they have a set skill? Like, is one always harder than the other? With all the challengers? No, um, they all just uh, play, like, some of the games might be modified to uh, see who gets the most, like, um, bullseyes or something. Mm. I don't think the rules are always the same for them. For Between the five different guys you can uh, face. Yeah. One of the thing, one of the improvements in this game that I really love is uh, the follow feature. When you're, um, when you, like in the first game, if you're wondering where something is, and you ask somebody who's walking along the street, generally they'll tell you to ask somebody else. Like the, pe- the people walking don't bother with them in the first game. But in the second game, they'll all be like, oh, I was just, like, they'll be going the complete opposite direction of where you end up asking where, where to go. And they're like, oh, I was just going there. Want to come with me? And you're like, sure. And then they turn around and go the opposite way from what they were just doing, but whatever. But you can just follow them, and it requires no input from you at all. You just, uh, you can let go of your controller if you want. But, like, uh, for me, I always just take in the sights, and I just use the analog stick and look around and have him automatically walk. I think it's weird that you can still run while you're following, mm-hmm. and you can run for, like, four steps to yeah. catch up to them, yeah. and then uh, you're just there. 
I do. I find that one of the things that's detrimental to the game, though. Why? Is not every character has a daily routine. Oh, yeah, because there's too many. There's too many. Like, you'll see the same guy on the pier, and then you'll see him, like, practicing in the park by a tree or something. Mm-hmm. Doing Tai Chi or something. I think there's just too many people to keep track of for that there system. Is. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's too big, and uh, I don't know, I think that's I think that's one of the reasons why I like the first one more. Yeah. Uh, what's up with the guy that sells pigeon food? <laughs> just sleeping. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever wakes up. <laughs> he's dead. He's, just, he's <laughs> just in a slumber. He's dead. <laughs> oh, about the following thing. If you're going to follow somebody, the best people to follow are children. Because they run. They don't walk. The children, you'll get there slightly faster. The Shenmue AM2 podcast does not endorse following children. <laughs> uh just they're like they're uh, hey mister like I can take you there okay (laughs) um yeah what else uh the baseball fan the guy when you play darts he's actually just called the baseball fan he predicts that we'll meet again um he's outside the uh fountain on the pier and he is right because I did meet him. That was part of my trying to 100% this game was to um, get play all the darts characters so you can unlock them on the I think, Shenmue 4 disc. I think the only dart guy I ran across was like the gentleman guy or whatever. And by Shenmue 4 disc, I mean disc 4 of Shenmue 2. Yes. <laughs> and why is it when you go into the menu of disc 1, you can be like, oh, Shenmue collection, and it just tells you to put in disc 4. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you mention Joy's name at uh, at the little motel or hotel there, uh, you get a discount. Who knows why? <laughs> She's doing favors. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Joy, when you uh, get on her motorcycle when she takes you there, you do not she yells. Her. Hang on. And you don't. Well, maybe you hang on the back, but it's also the game, yes. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I get it. Um, But yeah, he, like, keeps his hands off. (laughs) And that seems to work with her, like, the hard-to-get thing, like, he just keeps blowing her off, that seems to work. She's definitely interested in Ryo and how he keeps, like, not caring do you think she's interested in him? I don't. Well, maybe not, like, romantically, but she keeps coming back for more to, like, figure out what he's all about. Because he keeps blowing her off. He's like, whatever. You know, like, I don't need you, basically. And she's like, she's like, she'll follow him again and, like, try to talk to him again. Do you think it's coincidence that they met? I don't. Do you think, uh... I think it was a plan by Master Chen. Hmm. So she could watch over him instead of Guizhang. Yeah, maybe because she has some sort of authority in this town, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't, I don't think it was a chance encounter. That's true. Could be true. And her music is awesome. Yep, Scarletto. Uh, it's the same. I think it's the same band from the motorcycle ride in the first game. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> when you another new thing here is uh, contact sensitive button inputs on the on the screen. Like if you're close to a door, the X, but no. The yellow one. The yellow one will turn into a door. Yeah. And uh, 
that's that's helpful to know when you're close to things. And uh, it will also not turn into a door and then turn back to a door as well. Which is <laughs> incredibly frustrating. <laughs> and there's a button to spe- I think there's a button to specifically ask about money, like how to make money. And uh, I like the the speak option. It's just like a pair of luscious lips. <laughs> <laughs> Rio's luscious lips. <laughs> <laughs> Like chapstick will be one of the, the sponsors <laughs> in the third game. Yeah, um, <laughs> I only moved five crates on my first day of work. <laughs> I was terrible at it. I can't remember how many I did. I I I dropped I dropped it maybe three times near the beginning, and then then I didn't drop it anymore. But I'm never doing crates again. Besides the first time, you have to. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's so much worse than uh, forklifts. Yeah, the, whatever the job works out to be, because I do believe there'll be some sort of job in the third one. It's kind of, uh, kind of like a. It what's had, the word I'm looking for here, Matt? It had better be better than this. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even get the logistics of why you're doing it. Like, you're just moving it about like ten feet <laughs> from one pile to another. And like, and you're going from point A to point B to point C to point D to point E, when you can just go A to B. Yeah, you move could. those crates in a straight line, Dylan. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's so weird. Moishi kidarda nida nida kidarda migi migi migi. Yeah, he's got a very annoying voice when you when you use, uh, or especially when he's like. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell? Do you have that one written down? No, I didn't write that one out. It's just burned into my memory. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. So, again, like, I'm just amazed by the scope of this game. Like, there's so many lines recorded for directions. Asking where things... Like, if he's asking somebody where things are, every single person has a... Like sometimes the points, like they'll be like, you go left here, you take it right there. Like, the every there's so many characters, and they all have their own voices, and they all have to have uh, accurate directions recorded for every single place that you have to go in this game at any point. It's kind of like I wouldn't want to have to write and record that whole section. Oh, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. Um. The vending machine for virtual, and I touched on, touched on this earlier. Oh, one is, more thing. Sorry, sorry. It's uh, uh, it's like yeah. There's so many things, and this is uh, this is like way, way before something like Skyrim, where everybody was making fun of it because of like, oh, I took an arrow to the knee. Because every second character said, I took an arrow to the knee. You know, like just so much more variety. Sorry, I cut you off. Um. The I touched on this earlier. The vending machine for the virtual lawn toys. My God, that's hidden. Where's it at? It's in the pawn shop part of the, um, not the Lucky Charm quarter, the Wise Men's quarter, right, where be- right before uh, the the temple. Yeah, where the pawn shops are in that little block yeah. down the ramp. You go like through three sides of that building, and it's at the end of this long, just alleyway. There's no reason for it to be there, and there's they're just hidden throughout the whole game. But it adds to the adventure part. Yeah. There's a, there's a few alleys to nowhere that I've noticed in this game. And, like, it's possible... It's very easy to get lost in this game compared to the first one. Like, there's just so much area to cover. 
Yeah, I, so many winding roads. This playthrough, I mean, I, I played this game for a long time, mm. and I know there's like certain places that go to the next quarter, but there's I just there's a lot of them. Mm. It's hard to hard to memorize. But again, it's that feeling of being somewhere that you're not familiar with. Yeah. What else do you have? Uh, the only pawn shop I went into to sell all my toys, I didn't bother comparing prices and stuff, was uh, the Honest Pawn Shop, which doesn't sound sketchy at all. <laughs> Honest Pawn Shop. I think Honest Pawn Shop is one of the better ones. Oh, good. <laughs> um, so when you're trying to find out information about who Li Xiao Tao is, mm-hmm. when you go to the Yantin Apartments... Yep. And bribe the guy yeah. uh, in room 205. That's where, what you're thinking of, probably, where you yeah. get to choose. When he asks, are you Lee Shao Tao? He's like, can't you tell? And I'm like, I never really caught on to that line before. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because she's a woman. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> um, that that cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Now, did I you- wonder if Lee Shao Tao is a female name. And, and Rio just doesn't know because he's Japanese. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, like in my job, I I speak with people from all over the world, um, and if their name isn't like uh, a Western name, mm. I have no idea if they're male or female. Yeah. Um, the did you man any of the lucky hit stands and try to lure people into play? <laughs> I haven't done that yet. I will probably have to do that next time, but I remember that well. <laughs> I, I did one in the South Carmaine Quarter. Only one person played, mm-hmm. and he played twice. He walked away, he came back, he played again. Did he win both times? Uh, no, I won both times. No. And then he was actually coming back for a third play <laughs> when the guy who owns the stand came back. Um, I thought that was that cracked me up. <laughs> He's taking this guy's life savings. I, n- I never do the lucky hit stands just because... I mean, it's fun to do them once or twice, but I never do it to actually make money. Because you always go up and down, and you just... You don't make consistent money with it, so... I don't know. Sure. They are tough to make money on. Yeah, and it's such a long time to see if you're going to ma- even make any money. You're locked into that for quite a while. Yeah, it can be time-consuming. What is the best way to make money in this game? Is it just the crates, even though it's horrible? No, no, gambling. Well, that's that's a chance, too. Like, that's not guaranteed, either. Like, what's the best guaranteed income? Best guaranteed income? It's got to be the crates. No, um... Yeah, the crates are guaranteed income. Yeah, I, for guaranteed income, it has to be the crates. Because mm. anything um, else, you could lose money, right? Well, I guess you don't lose your own money. You, yeah, with you don't stands. lose your own money with the lucky hit stand. You just might not make any money. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess the crates would be guaranteed money. Lame. Now, gambling, I mean, theoretically, you can save your game and, you know, hit the four buttons and the start button to reset. Yeah. And uh, just <laughs> gamble again if you lose. Yeah, that's true. But, not, that uh, I'm, not that I'm guilty of that. <laughs> don't judge me. Well, what do you need money for besides. The come over guest house. You need money to pay rent. Pay rent. Rent. Oh, rent. Oh, you don't have to pay the come over guest house. No, you can good. just leave. Oh no, they they will <coughs> take it from you later. I remember that. No, no, you can just not pay. If you, I'm pretty sure Joy like forcibly takes it from you if you have it at a later point, like when you're going to Kowloon or something. I don't think she does. I think or, you can just simply not pay. Hmm. Um, 
what were we talking about? Uh, no, so the big one in uh, before you go to Kowloon is paying Ren the five hundred dollars. Um, now, if you're trying to you know do a as close to a complete run through as possible, you're going to need a lot of money to buy all the vending yeah. machine things. Well, I knew I knew I didn't want to have to do like menial jobs and stuff, so I tried to get out of the come over guest house as soon as possible. So I only had to stay there two nights. <laughs> And, wow. th- and then basically that's the end of the game I didn't know it was so, or the end of the disc I didn't know it was so quick so I just sped through this disc <laughs> so I, yeah I spent two nights and come over guest house and then the next time you're staying with uh, with uh, Li Shao Tao <laughs> when, when you went to the uh, Yan Tin apartments did you go upstairs to meet Wang's brother no did you know you could do that may have done that years ago. I'll have to go check. Yeah, you go up and he's just at the end of a hallway and he turns around. And I think it's even the exact same character model, like, face-wise. Yeah. He's not wearing the delivery boy outfit for... Is it Ajiichi? Yeah. You that? Yeah. Um, but he's he looks identical to him. Uh, Does he say he's his brother? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's quite a coincidence. Um, well, I think Rio thinks he's Wang. <laughs> um, is his name Wang? Yeah. Well, in the in Chenmu, one his name's Wang. Yeah, this guy's. Uh, I don't know if he actually says his name in it or not. Mm. I don't remember. Um, I won the darts machine right away. You won it. Yep. So the little mini one. My first time playing darts. I played it at the uh, like a regular game of darts, mm-hmm. uh, not against anyone at the Liverpool mm-hmm. uh, place, and I get the machine right away. Cool. Uh, the uh, old guy, Jinmen. Jinmen is that his name? Yep. The one who makes you hit the tree? Yeah. So he thought he could guess Ryo's style just by the way he stands and walks. <laughs> I <laughs> thought that was kind of odd. Like, I, I wasn't sure, like... I remember him being, like, a master, but I'm sure the first time I played this, I was like, is this guy for real? Or what? <laughs> He's in Lotus Park, isn't he? Uh, is, is it Manmo Park, or is it Lotus Park? No, Manmo Park's the uh, one... By Scarlet Hills. Mm. Um, Lotus Park, though, the uh, yeah, it's the one that he's in, has some capsule toy lucky hit games, and the prizes in them, there's some rare ones. Like, there's gold Dural in there, <laughs> um, silver Dural, uh, the Dural kid version. Um, there's there's some good prizes in those, and they're easy to get. They're easy to get? Yeah, way easier than trying to get them out of the machine. <laughs> um, oh, just a random... Random thing I thought of. Can it even rain in this game? I don't think it can. There's no rain in Hong Kong, is there? I don't think there is. Yeah. I don't think there's really weather at all in this game. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. Um, random note. Uh, I'm just going to read this directly as I have my note written. <laughs> Guy at Manmo Temple with a Hitler stash. <laughs> is that... Uh, just one of the other people that worked there. Just some guy? Yep. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep that trend going. Um, the palm strike on the tree that Jinmen, Jinmen teaches you. Um, is that random? When it like when the, it goes around the wheel and it goes into the yellow, and you have to hit it in the yellow. But sometimes it doesn't go all the way up and it stops and it goes back. Like, is there a pattern or is it random? If there is a pattern, it's it's a long one because it seems random. That's not fair. <laughs> no. Now, did you notice when you were doing that that on the VMU it shows you a meter of how many times you forcibly hit the tree? No. See, so yeah, on the VMU, there's a little meter, and the harder 
you know, the more you get into the yellow, the faster that meter grows. Hmm. But then I was thinking... So you know how close you are to You know done. how close you are. But then I was like, what if I was playing this on the Xbox? I don't have that meter. I didn't have that meter because my VMU that I have in my controller doesn't have a screen on it. Because it's the four-slot VMU. Oh, yeah. There's no screen on it. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, when is this going to end? And then I, I get pissed off every time it did, like, a fake-out. And it was like, all right, it's going to the yellow. Oh, it didn't even go into the yellow. <laughs> it was, so you yeah. shouldn't get mad, though. That's The whole thing is is not... Isn't that one of the four voodoo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One of the four voodoo is don't get mad when the thing fakes you out and doesn't go into the yellow. What? <laughs> That's the fifth voodoo. It's, yeah. it's a lot less known. Yeah. They don't really get into it. No. What do you have for your next? Um, hmm. There's a note here that I don't understand. What's it say? It says in quotations, it says, come with me. Very useful. Who says is that following? Is that oh, what I mean, so I guess I made that note twice. <laughs> but following, yeah. Uh, so while learning the four do, I played this in some pretty long sessions. <laughs> so when you get to the one where you go to the mall and you have to break the rock with the other rock, mm-hmm. I fell asleep. <laughs> what do you mean? Me, Andrew. I fell asleep playing Shenmue, <laughs> and I woke up to him. Just, just preparing just preparing to swing that rock. I don't know how long I was sleeping. Um, but yeah. All I, your I, spectators were gone. I, I've fallen asleep playing video games a lot lately. <laughs> playing Yakuza 5, just wake up and me running into a, a guardrail on the long side of the road. Just Are you playing too late at night? No, I have no idea what it is. But yeah, I broke the rock on the second attempt. Mm. Um, I didn't uh, get it on the first one. I think I got it on the third attempt, maybe. If they give you three attempts. This homeless guy was much less philosophical, too, mm-hmm. uh, compared to the Free State Lodge guy. But he's, like, wearing a dead porcupine on his head. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it looks hair. like he, he combed his hair with a firecracker. <laughs> his hair is horrible. <laughs> it even he even has, like a, like, a porcupine tail part, like, in the back. Um... There's so many, like, the mall is completely dead. There's no stores you can go in. But uh, just all the areas around the mall, just all the streets in Hong Kong in general, there's so many stores I don't think I've ever been in in any of my playthroughs. There's just so many stores. And then, like, I think I said this in the last episode, but there's, like, not really any point in going into most of them, unless you're looking for secrets, I guess. But even then, a lot of them don't hold any secrets. It's just, you go in there, you talk to the bartender or the shopkeeper, and they say the exact same bit of information that somebody outside would have told you, but this way, you go through load times twice. So why would you even go in there? Like, I just wish there was more to do in the shops. I wish you could... There's an ice cream shop that I just noticed in this one, in this playthrough that I never noticed before. I'm like, why can't Rio have ice cream? I went in the ice cream shop, let him order an ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Matt's visibly frustrated oh, right now. God, the bars do all serve a purpose though, because yeah. the because of the darts, the dart players are on a rotation too, mm. um, and that rotation stops if you. Oh, we'll talk about it in disc two mm. uh, when we play our, we'll do our discussion of disc two. You can make that rotation stop um, when you get to the Manmo Temple. Did you intrude or not intrude? I intruded. I intruded as well. <laughs> 
doesn't seem very real like but I did it anyways yeah <laughs> um Oh, speaking of shops, there was one funny instance where I went into the wrong... When you're looking for the barbershop, I went into the wrong barbershop. I went into the one, like, right next door to the one that you're supposed to go into, and I asked him where the other one was, which is... It was right next door, and he's like, he's like, are our haircuts not good enough for you, son? <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want a haircut. I just, I'm looking for this guy. <laughs> it was kind of funny. I've never encountered that before. Yeah, just go into the, the haircut place right beside the one you're actually supposed to go into, to the right of it. Um, the pawn shops also serve another purpose because you can go and see. They show a list of everything that belongs in a set. Mm. So if you don't know what's supposed to be in a set, like say, for example, you want the Virtua Fighter set. Mm-hmm. You can plug money into that machine all day and never get a gold dural or a wooden man. Yeah. But, you know, after some point in time playing, you're like, oh, all right, I have all of them. But then you go to the pawn shop and you're like, oh, there is one that I'm missing. Um, so they, they serve that purpose to show you um, kind of an inventory of what you can collect. Hmm. Um, speaking of the wood, 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 uh, is that real? I never even thought to look into it. <laughs> It's probably not real. It's probably made up. I guarantee if you search Google for Wudu, everything will be Shenmue related. Yeah, yeah. Um, I failed... I remember the first time I played, I failed the barber the barber thing at least three times. Where you're not supposed to press the button. I, this time, I wanted to save... I wanted to have a save file right before it. Why? So I could just keep doing it to get the bad ending. Oh, <laughs> Or that would take a while. The other thing you can use that for is the Fang Me side quest mm. to the whole birthday, birthday. thing with her. Mm. I'm I played through Shenmue efficient the first one efficiently. So when I get to Shenmue two, I'm nowhere near her birthday. I have like a month and a half to waste. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you can use the barber shop to speed up the time to get to that too, mm. if you want to do it. Um. So yeah. Zhu Ying is Li Tao. Uh, Ryo is very taken aback that it's a woman, martial arts master, um, and uh, she wants to fight with him, and he can't even touch her. And it just makes me wonder how weak is Ryo. Like, if we're talking about like, talking like Dragon Ball Z power levels, like <laughs> how how do they stand? Like, I feel like Li, like Zhu Ying would stand no chance against Lan Di, probably. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're on an equal level. Like, maybe they're just as good as each other. But it feels like she shouldn't be as good as Lan Di. And if Ryo can't even touch her, like, just how good is Lan Di? And, like, Ryo can barely touch Jin Men, that old guy in the park. So, like, it's just, it's like, he has so far to go before he can even stand a chance against Landi. But he's still able to beat up, like, a regular everyday dude with no problem. Like, he's, like, exponentially better than the average person, but... Maybe that's why this was, like, originally 16 chapters. Yeah, that would be why, because we still got a lot to do. That's why I don't think people should want it to end with Shinmu 3. That's not how it was meant to be, obviously. I think people just wanted to end with Shenmue three because they don't want to take the risk of not the story not ending. Yeah, I I want I would you know if I had five more Shenmue games in my lifetime, I would absolutely love that. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't want to take the chance. Hmm. You got anything else? I only got one. Left. Those are my notes for this okay. one. Well, the only one I got left is like Zhu Ying. She lets you stay with her. 
in her place. And Riel's like, there's only one bed. <laughs> but she's like, you're sleeping on the couch. But after she falls asleep, he like looks at her, he, like gives her a longing gaze. And this is like the only time he seems to be interested, like his, his interest is piqued by this woman. And I think it's just because she's a martial artist. Like all these other women who are throwing themselves at him, they don't give a shit about martial arts. <laughs> And, like, this one is, like, into the same thing as him. And uh, that intrigues him. Like, she's stronger than him. And that's why he, uh, yeah, like, she's the only one that he's, he shows an interest like that in, I think. It's almost like he's just trying to figure her out. Yeah. Um, I, I loved Zhu Ying. She's one of my favorite characters. I, I think she's one of my favorite characters, too. She ranked really low in that popularity poll. I mean, characters. and that's the thing. There's a lot of other... Like, there's funny characters like Tom and Goro. Um, I love a good martial arts master, though. <laughs> do you think, going back to the four Wudu, we have the Jin Min, we have the lady from Yantan Apartments, we have the guy at the school, and we have the barber. Yeah. Do you think the barber fits in with the other three? I always thought he was just... One of these things does not belong. Well, it's kind of... I mean, in the first game, they had the, the uh, traditional Chinese trades that were actually, like, secret assassins or secret guards of the emperor or whatever, like the barber, the tailor, the cook or whatever. Three blades? Three blades, yeah. So it fits in with the three blades. Yeah. I just thought, like, he's... I don't know. He always seemed different to me. Hmm. He looks like... He, he seems kind of like that uh, the guy in the mall. He seems like he may have been into it, like hardcore at some point into the martial arts and now he's just like a bum. <laughs> I'm just looking at a picture of the four of them on my phone mm. and he looks way younger than the rest of them. Yeah. He just, he doesn't, I don't know, he just doesn't seem to fit into me. Mm. <laughs> fit in to me. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's disc one. It ends when you spend the first night at, uh, at Jewings. And I must say, I absolutely love the different looks on Rio's face when Fang Mei wakes him up and he's just like ugh get out of here that's in the next disc <laughs> that's in disc 2 though yeah um anything you want to add to the rest no, of this one just that this went much faster than I remembered I guess I guess I just didn't dawdle I guess I don't know I'm gonna have to break out that um like I don't want to miss the the duck races and the Eileen and the Izumi fights and stuff. That's all in disc two, right? Like You can really slow it down on disc two. Yeah. When you get the Wulin Shu book, don't do anything with it. Mm. And the game comes to a grinding halt. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure there was nothing that I had to do in disc one in order to trigger those things on disc two. No. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to have to look at my... Uh, at those uh, player's guides that you got me for how to... Um, unlock those things because <laughs> they're very well hidden I don't know how you would ever find all, some of these things without a guide the duck race I think might be the most obscure hidden thing in all of video games <laughs> when you look at the steps mm -hmm. that you have to do to do the entire duck race storyline mm. from and I mean like to the very end of it it is absolutely ridiculous and we'll yeah. talk about that in uh, in disc 2 or disc 3 yeah probably disc 2 Cool. All right. Well, anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All um, right. Where can we be found? We that's are uh, Shedmu AM2 Podcast on YouTube. Um, 
Again, please subscribe. We need 100 subscribers to get that custom URL so we can actually be youtube.com slash Shenmue AM2 podcast. We are Shenmue AM2 podcast on iTunes. We are Shenmue AM2 podcast on Facebook. We have both a group and a page there. And we are Shenmue AM2 podcast at gmail.com. So if you have any feedback, any ideas you want to see on future episodes, please, please hit us up there. Um, please like and share our videos on YouTube. All of that. We're Shenmue AM2 Podcast on the Shenmue Dojo. We have a thread going there in the forums. This episode was brought to you by the Free Stay Lodge. Free Stay Lodge. Still better than Howard Johnson's. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.